Welcome to The Alchemy of Business Show with your host, Steve Rogers. The Alchemy of Business Show is a podcast that mixes practical, actionable business solutions with soulful insights for anyone seeking deeper meaning in their lives and greater success in their work. Steve will be featuring purpose-driven leaders from all walks of life and getting insight into their journeys from failures to triumphs. So tune in to transition, transform, and evolve in every dimension of your business and life. And now your host of the Alchemy of Business show, Steve Rogers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alchemy of Business. Whether you are listening in on some earbud somewhere in a train or possibly just in your car, or if you're actually viewing this, maybe you're actually seeing this video that you're going to see me and my guest on in just a few minutes. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We at the Alchemy of Business are talking about things constantly that prompt wiser decisions, things that also help create greater profits in your life, not only in your business, but in your family life. And then most importantly, higher purpose. So my guests have all of these in common, and the guests you're going to hear about today encompass as all of those and more. She is an amazing, amazing woman who I met a couple years ago and was just blessed when I met her. I knew that her energy and her insights and her intellect and her drive was something that was like, wow, this woman really has life tuned in in a way that she wants to ride the wave of life. And her name is Esther Wildenberg. Esther is really a force. At at 14 or 15, she was thinking and her parents were talking about her becoming a dentist. So she did. She became a dentist and she was in that medical, medical field in another country. And she was in the Netherlands. And I I think she's traveled all over Europe and now she's in the US that we're going to talk about. And then by accident, she had a change in her life. She went from being a dentist because she had this passion for people, but she also had a passion for business. She actually ended up pursuing a career and she went on to be the youngest CEO in the industry in which she was serving. Uh, and then she chose to build her own management consulting company. So this is someone who knows obviously how to have change happen and how to do it at a very high level. And then in 2013, she had another shift and change and she became a licensed and certified bank trainer. That's not banking like necessarily necessarily going to make deposits at the bank and a bank teller. This is a new technology about how people think, work, live, talk, interact, and it's on personalities and interactions. So we're going to have her talk to us about that. And she became a number one salesperson in the world with this type of selling internationally. And then in 2015, she was actually elevated into an EV position of global sales and then the president of the entire company. Today now, Esther, of course, is the CEO of this organization, and she's focused on working with top companies in all industries, from entrepreneurs to corporate companies, real estate. And her and her partner, Sherry Tree, who we're going to hear more about here as we get on the call, are doing things to change the world in a very big way. And I could not be more excited to have Esther on because she's also very much into spiritual intelligence, which I heard her talk about at a conference that I attended. And I knew, boom, right there, she's speaking my language. So let's welcome Esther to the show. Esther, thank you again for joining us today. Thank you so much, Steve. I'm very honored to be here. And, you know, from the moment I we met like girls like you know love at first sight <laughs> like you're just an amazing human being and we had a great soul connection and i really enjoyed meeting you and we kept a very strong relationship so i'm proud to be here well thank you so much yeah we had that you had us that hello phrase from the, the famous uh, movie quote of that what tom cruise did well esther let's talk a little bit I, I i read your bio there but sometimes in reading people's bio you don't always talk about the more most important things that that person might want you to hit and i know one of the most important things of late in the last year or two is you have become become a mother. Uh, you and Sherry are you know, parenting a child. So that's got to be a highlight. So let's add that into telling people about your bio. But also let's also talk about in that trail, I wanted to just take a couple minutes here and dig a little bit deeper into the stories that were behind this bio so that the audience can get a, a little bit feel from you from your own words. Like, you know, who is Esther? What makes you tick? And how did you get to where you were today? Like the elevator pit, you know, version of it. Besides what I already threw in your uh, bio there. There's so much to share. I think the latest thing you touched on is becoming a mom totally changed of course <laughs> my life on a whole other level uh interesting journey one as a you know same-sex relationship being a mom journey to getting pregnant was of course uh, more challenging than most couples go through yeah we actually could choose the sperm donor so now not that it was an easy task like there are thousands and thousands of profiles so but we used our own system and methodology on finding the right sperm donors <laughs> so we will get back to you to that but you know, here he is. There's my wife and our beautiful little man, Kai Keanu Tree. He is 20 months, almost 21 months, born in the middle of COVID, a real COVID baby, born 10 weeks early. He was only three pounds and he was in the NICU for six weeks. And we just poured all our love in that little human being. And he's an amazing young man already with a very spiritual, I, you know, he just 
when you see him, he's beaming, like his spirit is right in front of you. You just cannot ignore him. He pulls in everybody. When we go to the grocery store or to an event or, you know, he is just the light of the party, not just of our lives, but for many people. So, you know, we're blessed, you know, we're... I'm 47, Sherry's turning 50 in July, so we're not the youngest anymore, but, you know, we made it work. <laughs> hey, the new 47 and the new 50, I heard was the new 25, so you're good. Yeah, for those of you that weren't seeing that picture there, pop that back up again, Noel. Uh, that is some beaming, happy faces right there. For those of you that can't see it, this is Sherry and Esther with their little baby. It's Kai, right? Kai, yeah. yeah. And Kai is, I mean, they are all just exuding happiness and joy, and, and it's interesting when you were talking about, I remember when I did the baby shower that you guys had virtually online because it was during COVID and you were so excited about becoming parents. But just like in your lives of over the obstacles you've come so many times of the different countries you traveled, breakthroughs you've had in businesses, being a woman, uh, being different things, you have always just said, okay, that's a challenge. I'm going to work through that. And Sherry, the same way. So it was interesting that when you were having a child, you had all of these obstacles and then boom, we have a global pandemic. And you all found ways to make that still joyous. You found ways to still make that special. And there's no coincidence that his little soul that's smiling back at us on this camera right now is so happy because he obviously was supposed to be here through you as parents. And I'm a big believer that our yeah. souls kind of pick the destiny of where they're coming through. So obviously he knew he wanted Esther and Sherry as, and do you call each other, does he call you mom and mom when he's going to start calling mom, or how will he? Mama, mom, mommy, mama, like it's still different. He starts to talk, but it's like the words are not always very clear, but yeah. it's <laughs> mama, mama, he's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Okay. Well, congratulations on that. I know you guys are thrilled to be parents. So in the in the other stuff from here, jumping back onto that into the business side, I want to come back later in the, one of the segments and talk about how parenting has affected your business influence or how you've a, approached your business. But I want to talk a little bit about your background. So when you were in, tell everybody where you were born again and where you started your scale of climbing from being a dentist and then from switching from dentist into the world of business that you really dominated. So can you tell us a little bit about your early days story before you moved to the US? Yeah. I uh, was born in the Netherlands, in The Hague. Just a normal child going to school and do my thing. And I never knew what I wanted to do later. They always like, what do, what do you want to be when you're older? Like, and I'm like, I have no idea. So, you know, the neighbors uh, we had when we lived in The Hague were dentists and dental hygienists. And so I start, this, they needed help. So they asked me your vacation to help them in their practice. And then, you know, everybody was like, oh, you should be a dentist or dental hygienist. And they're like, Okay. And they said, Yeah, you're really good at it. I said, okay, when people say you're good at it, you better jump on it, right? I had no clue. But then I actually decided to pursue that. But I went to the university in Amsterdam for dentistry and already in my first year I was like, What in the world am I doing here? Like I didn't like it. But then the professor said how good I was in it and that I was like really perfectionistic, you know, creating some beautiful <laughs> designs and making sure people look great again. And then, you know, I'm not a quitter. So I finished actually my study and I already knew that I was not gonna do that the rest of my life so I started my own practice for a few days in the week and for a few days a week I worked in an already existing practice so I already had the entrepreneurship right there inside of me I already knew I don't want to work with people telling me what to do all day mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or pick patients for me so I started that and then real fast after that I think it was like less than a year into it I had a really bad accident where I was on my bicycle in The Hague and two motorcycles hit me and it was like an impressive crash and actually I went to the hospital and they couldn't find much injuries. So they actually sent me home after a day. And yeah, it was pretty fast after such a big yeah, accident. But then over the next few weeks, I felt miserable. And I played high-level sports. I sport every single day. I played for a, a field hockey team, a very high level, you know, very, very healthy body and mind. But I didn't feel well. And they said, yeah, it's all between your ears. And I said, between my ears, I think it's not between my ears because my body is not okay. I cannot breathe. I'm in pain. So finally, they put me through actually. I collapsed at home and my girlfriend back in the day she called right away 911 an ambulance took me to the hospital and they put a being a scan and they were like flabbergasted what they saw they actually saw that my body was full of blood clots wow there were more than 30 40 blood clots in my body that were literally blocking my lungs onto my heart my brain my whole body was full of clots so they put me right away into the icu and actually you know shared some 
impressive messages with my family that it was very critical and I'm not sure it was well gonna make it. So I was at the ICU for a few weeks and then in the hospital for actually almost four months. Wow, the from, them, from them releasing you after one day, like, oh, you're no problem. And then you go yeah, to that. Oh my God, that is intense. Yeah, nothing, nothing to I see. Remember you telling me about that. That is so intense that you had that. How old were you then when that happened? I was 23. Yeah, so you're young. You've never had yeah. probably a major issue like that in your life before. I'm sure that had to be scary. So you no, were in there for four scary. months. Yeah, you know, it was scary. And at the same time, people say like, I wish that never happened to you. And I said, no, I'm very happy it happened to me. And the reason is I had two near-death experiences at the ICU and I have them very clear. I, I know exactly what happened and what the message was. And it gave me purpose to life and it put me on track for following my purpose and my passion and really listening to the messages I got. And so... You know, it was a journey. It was not like simple. I had to learn to walk again. I was totally out of shape to be three years in total to really, you know, become Esther at its full full potential. But, you know, when they tell you walking will be difficult and you cannot play sports anymore, you cannot do this and that anymore, then, you know, when you tell me you cannot do it, like, I'll show you that yeah, I can do it. <laughs> and at that time, in that time, you had not gotten the bank code yet. So you probably didn't know exactly why your personality and your drive was doing that. But I want to come back and talk about that in the next segment because we only have about two minutes left on this one. But what I was fascinated about in hearing the story again and when I heard it from you first time, and then many of the other stories that I heard from you about how you became the first, you know, the youngest woman CEO, how you came to this country, how you, but is that you have this tenacious, no quit drive attitude. And in addition to that, you have this turning sometimes really catastrophe type challenging life threatening issues like this big one you're talking about, but many others you've had into a gift. So I want to find out when we come back from the break, this mindset, where do you think it came from when you realize where it came from? How have you cultivated it from say when you were 20 to now when you're in your forties, because it's one of the gifts that I think think you have that I'm not even sure if you are aware how powerful it is. Maybe you are, but that's one of the things I see in following you on social media. When I met you, when I see you at conferences, this, no matter what life hits you with in the face and what deck you are dealt, you have had this way to overcome that. So I want to talk with the audience when we come back about how you do that, because I think all of us in life, whether it's happening with COVID right now in the last few years, in their businesses of challenges, relationship challenges, health challenges, every human being has this and some get crushed by it and some rise from it. So I want to find out if it's okay with you, how you do that. Would you mind sharing that in some detail when we come back on the next segment? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, well, everybody, thanks for listening in. We're going to take a very, very quick break here on the Alchemy Advisors, and you're going to come back and hear about passion and purpose and, and drive, and then also creating multi-million dollar businesses, because that's an intriguing thing here in Alchemy, because we're going to get to how Sherry and Esther do that and how Esther's done that in our other businesses. So come back. Let's hear about uh, this tenacious woman creating purpose in her life. Thanks for listening in, and we'll be right back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Alchemy of Business. We are here with Mrs. Esther Wildenberg, who is CEO, entrepreneur, mom, avid biker, athlete, spiritualist, all kinds of cool things. So Esther, thanks again for being on. Before we were hanging up on the, this last segment, you were telling us about how you ended up in the hospital unexpectedly from a bike accident in your 20s, and they basically said, hey, go home, there's nothing wrong with you. And you came back in and boom, you land in a hospital for four months. And you were talking about you had some near-death experiences, how it's changed some of your... Can, so we finished that story up a little bit. And then I want to talk about this purposeful life that you created from that point forward. Not that you didn't have one prior, but you were very intentional and have been about your... So let's finish that story and let's talk about purpose and your attachment to higher meaning. Yeah. You know, when that happened, like, you know, before my accident, I actually was living like a normal life. And, you know, and then I learned to be normal is not really gonna make you go anywhere in life. <laughs> so <laughs> I learned true. it along the way, but you know, it's always when you look backwards, right? So I was not really happy at all. My childhood and I just was not happy. I had to deal with a lot of abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. So I went to a lot and I was just not happy. And then I was also an occupation that didn't make me happy. And I knew I needed a shift, right? So I was literally praying for a shift in my life. And of course, then got the accident. I told God, did you really have to be this dramatic with, yeah. <laughs> with the shift? This but, part of a brick upside the head, really, God? Yeah, okay. You could have done this differently. <laughs> but, you know, as I said before, it is 
has been the biggest shift in my life and it had to happen because if it, I'm pretty sure if I had not that experience with my near-death experience in, in life, then I would have still been in the miserable, probably dentistry job and not happy at all. So I, I needed to shift. It was a big one, but it, it turned my whole life around in every single way. And so, you know, that it, sometimes you need a big event to get you on the path. And so when I had my near-death experience, I actually got literally the message from an, a Native American tribe leader with the big feathers and oh, he yeah, gave yeah. me literally a key with a feather oh, in wow. my hand. I thought you were talking and, not literally, but okay, you're talking. He, did, really he, did. Did. he yes. gave that to me. Yeah, of course, wow. not literally. I didn't wake up with a feather in my hand, but <laughs> <laughs> it was very visual. Like I could, I was, it was a real experience. And wow. he shared with me, your purpose is to help women specifically to step into their power and live a purposeful life at a young age and not wait for an accident or a disease or divorce or burnout or bankruptcy or anything that, that has a huge impact for people to wake up to live their purpose. And so that's where I started my journey on, on my spiritual path and living more purposeful and following my own path until where I am today. Wow, that is amazing. And there's a whole show right there. And I know we have only short segments here we want to do, but I do applaud you in being so open about your challenges with that and sharing it with people. But then also um, for anyone that might be following Esther or has followed her in the past or following her now moving forward, because in the show links, we're going to put how to get a hold of her on social media, her websites. But she's been very open about some of the abuses and challenges she had in her early teenage years and early womanhood and some of the abuse that she had. But you can see the slide if you're seeing it here, how to reach her on her website, on her LinkedIn or Instagram. But I remember seeing one day she was on a bicycle ride in her house doing her, maybe it's Peloton bike, I'm not sure, but you were just being so raw and real. And it was so visual because not only were you sweating, like just, but you were actually doing it. I'm like, how is this woman telling this deep of a story that's so impactful? And she's exercising at the same time, but it was a real visual <laughs> about sweating the stuff in life and working through it. So it was just really, I don't know if you intended it to be that way, but you're, you're, you've been very open about sharing in social media or on stages or with others about how your abuse, you, you found that you were not going to be a victim, that you were going to be a victor and that you have overcome so many things. So why do you think you as a woman, a human being, a spiritual being have had the ability to do that where sometimes others just can't, they get crushed, they stay in fear, they do stay in jobs they don't want, they don't address what their abuse is and it's in. So how, how did you find your path out of that, that not being that person? Yeah, you, you know, I, when I came out of the hospital and I had a rehab of three years, so I was hospital for four, four or five months and then the rehab and then coming home. And so I had so much time on my hands, right? Everybody was working or studying and I was at home by myself and I was sitting there and I hired right away a coach, a mentor to help me through the process of getting back on my feet. And then oh, wow. I went through a whole healing process with different, you know, a love alchemist and a spiritual coach and a physical coach and a mental coach. And I did, went through all the healing from childbirth until no, yeah, that moment in time to heal my past. And, and I really made that choice for myself. I have to heal the past before I can help others. And so I spent a lot of time on working with coaches and experts. I didn't like psychologists because I think they're all messed up because that's why I've become a psychologist. So I went specifically to experts on a more spiritual, emotional level that actually walked the path. And so that helped me tremendously. And then I went to many courses and seminars. I went to Byron Katie and there are so many great things I've done. I traveled around the world to follow spiritual leaders, Asia and New Zealand and South America. So I did a lot of things to really get connected to the world and what's possible. And that was a choice. And there's so much, I hope people are listening to this segment and go back to listen because her words of that was a choice. I sought out others. I thought she sought out experts in their field. She didn't take the traditional norm. And I love that you use the word love alchemist. My company's called Alchemy Advisors, you know, and this is the alchemy of business. So I'll have to find out who this love alchemist is and do them and have them on the show. But what I love about well, the other thing- I have one here in California right now, and she is the best I've ever had in my 47 years of this lifetime. Well, that, listen here, audience, you heard it. If Esther said she's going to refer us to a love alchemist, so that will be on some show in the future. Obviously, you and, and Sherry found your own love, so I don't know if that person helped you or not, but I know no. you had a very <laughs> uh, think path of you wanting to find the part 
partner that you found in Sherry as well. So we'll talk about that in another segment. But again, your the message I pick up from this from you when I talked to you earlier in the days about this long ago, but again, right now is for the audience and for myself to be reminded of having coaches, having specialists, having mentors and getting really specific on what you need help through and A, asking for help. I think that, you know, one of the things you and I've spoken about is powerful people or strong people don't always get to that level without being so vulnerable to ask for help from others around us. And some, what I did incorrectly in my early days is I thought I had to be the strong one and be the one that, you know, had all the right answers. And it wasn't until I got really vulnerable and specifically even in my alcohol, I haven't had a drink of alcohol in 19 years. And I just celebrated that last week, but I had to at one point get help. I was like, I need help. I am not controlling this addiction that I have myself and I need experts and I need help. And it wasn't until I had a breakdown of being vulnerable and sought out people smarter than me and committed to helping me. And it sounds like that's a big part of what you did of seeking people to really help you on your path. But how did you know that you wanted to not only, you also said you have to heal your past before you can really go out and help others. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, because I see a lot of people want to be coaches or mentors, advisors or consultants or give it a name, but they are so stuck in their own past. Like they didn't heal their childhood or their own experiences, but they want to help other people so bad. But if you, I truly believe if you don't go back to the day you were born or even before that and heal every part of your past, you're not whole. And so you have to be whole because people are going to rely on your mentorship, your advice, your therapy, whatever you do with them. And so you have to be strong and you have to be very grounded and connected to what you can say and not say what you can do and not do. And that all comes with experience and healing. And so I, for me, it became a whole path even till today from the 25 years or 20 years, 24 years until today, I always had a coach, mentor and advisor. And I invested a lot of money, at least 10% or more, 20% of my income goes to personal development, uh, personal growth, business growth, spiritual growth, and everything that comes with it. So I think it's a, everything is a choice in life. You know, something happened to you, but how you deal with it is a choice. And, you know, I, I could have gone totally sideways after that accident and totally just go sit on the couch and never move again. But that is not my spirit. And with having that clear message that I couldn't delete, I knew I had to help women and I had a life purpose. And that's how I started doing my transformational retreats and a lot of great things in the world. I have helped a lot of women around the world. And now I help a lot of women in business to get out their own way and get connected to their spiritual source to really live a meaningful life with great values and that people want to follow them and join them and be part of something bigger than themselves. And so, yeah, it became a way of living, I think, starting when I was 24 after my accident, I came home, so... Well, I love that. Well, you and I have that so in common. I've also had a coach since I was 26, I think. And I've paid for some type of a coach in some fashion for the last 23 years. And it's I'm a little different than you. I did not go and become a, a doctor, dentist, and have good academia in my role. I barely graduated high school. So I had those insecurities of, oh my God, I'm ending up in a room and people are going to realize I don't have a degree or I didn't graduate college. And so I knew that the in my early days of my negative self-talk of being, I wasn't a high school dropout, but I was close. I definitely graduated, but I moved out of my house when I was 17. So when I needed to grow, having these things that you just talked about, coaches and mentors and guides that were paid for specific to what I needed to learn were God sent for me. So let's come back on this segment because I want to now jump into, we're going to have to fast forward, but I know then your choice, you had you had choices, you left your country, you came eventually to the US. I know I want to talk a little bit about how you and Sherry met, but then I want to talk about banks. So in the next segment, uh, Noel, before we sign off, can you show the bank slide just so we get a little teaser of that, uh, maybe slide three there on the, the bank. So code breaker and bank technology is something we're going to come back in a segment that is also about choice. It's also about understanding your higher purpose. It's also about um, learning about people, what makes people tick and communicating and uh, what makes people buy and not just buy products, but what makes people buy ideas, what makes people buy philosophies or politics or whatever it might be, the personality stuff that Sherry and Esther work on. It's at every level from schools to sales to politics. So we're going to come back and talk about how Esther's path of choice connecting with Sherry Tree and creating this phenomenal business that they have is something that can work in any industry that exists. So if you're looking to connect with people at a deeper level, if you're looking to have deeper customer relationships, if you are looking to have more leads, and if you're looking to have more profit opportunities in your business, you've got to come back on this segment and listen more about to Esther and her business that she runs. So we'll be right back, everybody. And thank you for listening in with the Alchemy of Business. And we'll be right back with Esther. 
Hello, everybody, and thank you for signing back in, listening back in, tuning back in to the Alchemy of Business. If you are just starting and listening, we are with Esther Wildenberg, who is the CEO of Bank Code Technology, Codebreaker. It's called Bank. It's been moaned by different names, but I just call her <laughs> Esther. Uh, so we're going to find out what this company is all about. And uh, we were talking a lot about purpose and meaning and life's choices ahead of these segments. But now we're going to dig into, um, Esther, when you were talking earlier about you have choices and you can make what you want of your life. Can we let the audience now start transitioning into how you got to the US and how you got into even being connected with your partner now, Sherry, and how that went from business, romance, romance, business, and now mother, mother. Uh, <laughs> that's a long story to cover in a short amount of time. It's a long story. I can tell it real quick. So okay. I met Sherry in Amsterdam. I went to a conference where Sherry was speaking uh, with an audience with Robert Kiyosaki and Tony Robbins and Les Brown. And Sherry was one of the keynotes. And she did her talk about bank. And I was really fascinated about what she had to share because I knew a lot about personality science and management drives inside uh, MBTI, this, the color code, we all know them. And then she actually gave it such an interesting twist and made it about the person on the other side of the table, except normally they always talk about who you are and amazing you are. That's great because that's why we do those assessments. But there was nothing out there in the market that was talking about the other side of the table. I was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. And so I signed up for her program and and we met and then uh, I went to her course a week later the course was you know that goes on those big stages they sell from it and then we deliver so I went through the course I absolutely loved it I signed up to become a certified trainer to actually teach the methodology and um, I told Sherry I want to be the leader of Europe and she said now prove it <laughs> I said, I will. <laughs> so I started selling bank and presenting it. And in a few months, I became the number one income earner by just, you know, out earning everybody else who was selling it. And because it was my passion, I'm so passionate about people, understanding people. People want to be heard, seen and loved. And there's so much disconnect because people speak from their own perspective instead of having the hearing what people actually want to hear and listen for. So I became very passionate about sometimes even more on a personal side. I think there's so much dysfunction in relationships, except especially now with COVID. And they're not, I don't think we talk enough about it. Everybody talks about the virus and the vaccine, but nobody talks about what is the impact for the mental health yeah, and connections, absolutely. relationships and everything else. So that's how we met. Then I asked Sherry to come back to Europe to fulfill another group of training because I had so many sales that I'm not certified yet. So you have to come back. So she came back. Actually, Valentine's Day, we had our first kiss. <laughs> so that was a few, the two weeks ago. Uh, and so we, we actually um, fell in love right there when she came back. We traveled for 30 days to Europe. I opened up five countries in three months and we went, it went just viral. So we fell in love and then we started dating overseas. Like Sherry lived back in the day in Vegas. I lived in Amsterdam. And so, you know, it was this long distance. Yeah, that's quite a long distance romance for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, and then Sherry asked me a few months later, already to marry so we had the first kiss in february and in july she asked uh, me to marry her and i said yes wow and then in november i moved to the united states i sold my home i sold my business my car my furniture all my stuff i came with four suitcases of clothes and the rest i all left behind and then we got married in january of 2015 so we met in october 2013 and so <laughs> well that, that's going back again to you saying i have choice i don't have to stay doing something I want whether you were going to go from okay i don't want to be a dentist i'm going to go be a, a businesswoman i'm going to not be in this country i'm going to pack my stuff up and i'm in love i'm going to go so you're one of those people that don't get Get bogged down in over analysis and it's obviously served you well because in coming to the US you and Sherry have created a phenomenal relationship now parenting but you've also created a phenomenal company Sherry had already created this product herself and as she's I'm going to have Sherry on the show at some point I hope as well I mean she's a force to be reckoned with on her own but you two combined what then happened when you got to the US since 2015-16 tell us about what well before I do that I want to ask you just to pause just a second and tell people if they're saying now what is this bank thing again uh, so let's explain to them what it is and and I'll just give a precursor for anybody who's done any kind of a personality assessments over the years. And I used many of them when I was in corporate America with employees, HRs, whether it was DISC or the Tony Alessandra Platinum Rule. There's many ones out there, but they have taken this and made it current, made it easy, made it meaningful. But um, when someone asks you, says, what is bank or what is bank technology? What's the short version you give them, Sherry? And then I want to jump into the products and services themselves. Yeah. So bank is the... I, meant, yeah, sorry, I called you Sherry. I meant, sorry. I meant, so bank is the, actually the only methodology in the world that predicts buying behavior in less than 90 seconds. So our assessment,
engagement is literally 90 seconds. And most of the time it's like 30 seconds. It's so fast. So if you compare it to all the other assessments that are like 45 minutes or an hour, and then you get a report of like 40 pages, our uh, assessment is literally seconds. It takes you less than one or two minutes to even do it and then even submit it. And then you, what, what the genius is behind it is when you crack your code, you get a report about yourself. It's just four pages. It's not like everybody can read a few pages about themselves and get really excited. And then also a report will be sent out to the sender. In this case, it will be me that says, Hey, this is your prospect, your client, your friendship, your relationship. This is their bank code. And this is how to communicate with them to build a strong, deep, meaningful relationship. And even collaborate with them, cooperate with them, or have them as a customer or client. So it's a powerful methodology and system that we created. And we started with just training. And then Sherry, when I met her, we start also working on the technology where we actually have the physical cards we hand in person to people. And then we have the technology where you can do it online. And then we came up with our AI in 2019, where we were featured by Forbes as the future of sales with our AI that actually can predict buying behavior in a nanosecond with any text message, voice message, email text, website text, marketing material. And so Dennis has been going viral. And Sherry wrote the book, Why They Buy. And what you said, it is also the buy-in, right? So whatever you sell, it's not important what you sell. It is why people buy from you. And they buy from you, one, they buy you, not your product or your service. And then how you present to them is going to determine if you if they want to get involved with you. And the t- determination comes, how do you speak their language? Like yeah. there are four personality types. You can see there's four different languages, like Dutch, English, French, and German. Yes. And you know, that's how it works. It's the same content, but you just present it in a different way. Well, and it's so brilliant. And it's so, it's like the old uh, adage of, um, you know, someone made up this a long time ago, but kiss, you were talking about kisses earlier, but kiss, keep it simple, stupid. And this is by no means stupid, but it is that bringing it down to such a basic level that starts with cool, basic colors, four categories. And then no matter how much you then want to go deeper into the depth of it, it can elaborate out into an accordion level of depth, but it starts out very simple. Boom, 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 90 seconds, get it done, get your information, visually appealing, uh, easy to understand. And so you've kept it very simple. And then for those that want it to get complex, it can get very complex and usable. So for those that don't don't like to wait to the end of the show to get the show notes, I'm going to go ahead and have you tell people if they wanted to start chiming in right now on the website or the app, tell people, and we'll keep talking, how to get to this uh, code right now if they wanted to go do these the, the test. Yeah, they can uh, go to codebreakertech.com. And right there on the on the homepage is this uh, is button that's a correct personality code. So do okay. your own assistance. So it's right there on the homepage of the website. It's very fast and simple. It's codebreakertech.com. Great. And then Noel, my engineer, has it running at the bottom of the screen. If you are visually seeing this, you can see codebreakertech.com. We'll have this in the show notes at the end of the show and ongoing. Uh, and then Sherry's book can be bought on Amazon and other places. Noel, why don't you pop up Sherry's book again? She wrote this and has been a number one bestseller in this of why they buy. Um, and it's a great book you can get on Amazon or other places where books can yeah, be bought. Yeah, why they buy. Buy.com is the fastest way. Okay. Whythebuy.com. Um, and Why that is Sherry, yeah. Sherry Tree's book. We'll have that in the show notes as well. And I think we only have about three or four minutes left in this segment. But I want to talk about this a little bit more uh, in the next segment. But let's talk about when I met you at the conference in Las Vegas. I think that was the first time I met you. And you were talking about this AI component. And artificial intelligence uh, is something that is everywhere in the world. And even if people don't know that it is, but it's in healthcare, it's in uh, computer systems. It's and response stuff on apps. I mean, AI is just in everything. And you guys had incorporated partners to bring that in so that this technology can use AI in ways that even anticipates what people's social media profiles are. So like on LinkedIn, as an example, I think you have ways that based on what people are posting, writing, or their bios, you have an initial way to give a pretty good assumption about what they are. And then you were creating even scripts and dialogues on how to communicate someone, whether they are their blueprint, whatever their blueprint is. Can you talk briefly about that before we jump off this segment? And I want to come back and talk about AI as far as artificial intelligence. And then you and I are going to talk about spiritual intelligence yeah. so let's start finish yeah, with the AI, AI uh, can be used for business and personal life but it's we have a LinkedIn Chrome extension so when you have our AI technology in a subscription you also get automatically the button on your own LinkedIn account and so every profile you look up for to meet with them or you can click on the button the co-breaker button will be showing up you click the button in a few seconds it scrapes the whole profile and it spits out the bank code of that lead or your prospect or customer 
customer and also then how to follow up of them. Then we also partnered with Zoom. So when we do a Zoom call, we record to the cloud, the recording goes, the transcript goes to the AI. And then after the call, I get an email of a report about the call with each person that spoke on the call, what their bank code is and how engaged they are and how to follow up with them to move them forward in the conversation. That so is yes. brilliant. I mean, yeah. that is brilliant. This is something that anybody that's listening in, I do not care what business you're in, whether you are in selling uh, Subway sandwiches, whether you are selling technology components, whether you're selling real estate, whether you're selling healthcare, whether you're a politician, I can tell you with the most utmost confidence that this works in anything that exists and that communicates with any other other human being, it would work. Also, one of the things I was fascinated by on the stage that one of your guests were speaking about is they were using this in schools to help with bullying uh, and that the suicide rates in our country are outrageous with kids that have been so bullied and harassed and that schools were, and one of the reason the AI technology group you're using, their desire for it was not only to help you guys become very successful with this, but if I remember correctly, one of the key owners of that organization wanted to get on a mission to figure out how to use this in schools to help reduce bullying. Is that still in motion? Yeah, it's in motion. It's a slow process. Like with the COVID, like the school systems are like all Oh, done. yeah, exactly. It's nuts. So yes. the past two years, it, it is moving, but slowly. Mm -hmm. Actually, we are in several universities. We have thousands of students on our training platform right now in technology because there's a communication problem and it starts at a young age. It starts in school. So we help also with the scripts for businesses, with how to communicate to a blueprint action or knowledge, how to sell your product and service within a school system, how to talk to a child to keep them motivated to engage and do their homework, etc. They need different homework assignments. They have different thinking and living expectations and values. So they just operate. It's an operating system that just works different like an Apple and, you know, a Dell. Like it's different. It's different. So you have to communicate with me. So yeah. that's very powerful. And, you know, we're bringing this to school systems and universities. It has been very slow the past two years because all the students were at home and it has been tough. And we still have about four or 5,000 students right now of a university on it. And the results are amazing. So what we do when we partner with companies, we crack the code and then we collect the data and then we consult on the data and then help the company move into a different direction, how to adjust their marketing or the communication of their leadership, their attrition etc. So we do a lot of consulting lately um, on the data. Well, it, it's amazing work. And yeah, COVID definitely uh, for the last two years or so, everybody has been, oh my God, it slowed everything down in the world. So I wasn't surprised it slowed this down. But the good news is I knew that you would probably have that keep moving forward. And even working in the school systems, not during a COVID pandemic, I do know the academic world is difficult to sometimes maneuver through. But this viral type thing that you have when it hits, it's so valuable. That's why it will work for from schools to multi-level marketing to corporations to so when you when you have a product that can be versatile in all segments then you know you've hit something so uh, those of you listening in please come back we're going to talk a bit more about AI and how that's affecting stuff but we're also going to start getting into Sherry and Esther and I in the past have talked about spiritual intelligence because when I heard Esther speak on the stage and I don't even think I had met her yet I had met her maybe in the hallway as she was preparing to go up and speak in Las Vegas and from the stage they were announcing that she was that week had been becoming announced as the CEO. And one of the things they were rolling out was not only this AI technology, but she was giving her vision for the company for the future of where she wanted to take it. And she was bold enough to stand up at the state and talk about having components in bank to even help people understand their own SQ, their spiritual intelligence, and how spiritual intelligence in the world can invite more good in. And I immediately went, oh, I've got to meet this woman because it played right into my Iggy inviting good in stuff. So we're going to come back and talk about AI, uh, SQ, uh, spiritual intelligence, Intelligence. We're going to talk more about uh, some fun things on Instagram, and then we're going to wrap up the segment on this last one. So please come back and uh, you will not regret it because this is going to be a power uh, session on the last one. And this first three has been enough. I could have stopped the show right here, Esther, and we would have just covered enough, but we got one more to go. So I'm thrilled. So everybody come back and listen in. Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemy of Business. We are hot and rolling here, so I'm not going to take a lot of time recapping, except that my phenomenal guests, Esther and I, have been talking about everything from business to making money to artificial intelligence to family to now spiritual intelligence. But let's finish on that conversation, Esther, we were having before we signed off. Your company is using AI to incorporate. You were mentioning you've partnered up with Zoom, and I know you have partnered up with other big brand name companies, either in their sales departments or in their products and services. So what are some 
some other things that you and Sherry are most excited about coming forward in the remainder of 2022 that are going to be incorporating these products and services? Now, actually, we're developing new products. We're actually filing for a patent right now for a new product that's really going to change the world. I cannot say much about it, as you know how that process works, yeah. but it's going to be mind-blowing. We're just growing, expanding. We just hired a COO. We are having three more people coming on the team starting actually March 1st. We're really growing. And we, you know, we started in small business. Real estate is still our number one channel, followed by network marketers, financial services, car dealers, basically the commission-based people or the small business owners. And then network marketing. We talk with corporate executive team teams of network marketing companies to bring it really to the whole organization and integrate it as a tool for for their companies and then they're getting started into universities and enterprise. So Google Cloud is a GoDaddy, some really big universities. We're talking to one university is using it for more than a year and their results are amazing. So we always attach the data and the research right to what we do. So we have a great story going into other organizations. So that's where we're going to lead up this year is mainly focusing on growing in all those channels. And, you know, COVID was hard. We had to pivot because she was normally speaking on big stages around the world and suddenly right. that, that whole business channel fell apart. And then we transitioned, like when we met, right into the spiritual intelligence part where we actually developed a whole coaching program and coach certification program on six intelligence where spiritual intelligence is, is my sole little baby, what I love to bring to the world. But we started with personality science, then sales intelligence, and then artificial intelligence, Emotional intelligence, what well, is very important. Business intelligence, what do you do with your data? And right. then spiritual intelligence is, you know, the real big picture of why in the first place you're on this planet or why you have a company. So the six intelligence are driving our messaging, followed by the five pillars about business, leadership, communication, relationships, and EQ. So that is, in a nutshell, what we're driving right now into the market. And you happen to have a baby just on the, the you know, it's like, okay, let's just throw in being a mom. It's like, talk about, I don't know how much time we won't have to talk about how you went from already being a high, high level entrepreneur and CEO to now being a, a mom, how do you fit all that in? I mean, that could be a whole other show about how do you fit in parenting. <laughs> it's a whole other show. It is. It's a whole other show. So I guess we won't go down that hole at the moment, but it's always fascinating uh, to have, figure out how to make that work. So for people that want to, you st uh, those are seeing the screen right here again, codebreakertech.com. It's going at the bottom of the screen. It'll be in the show notes. There's so much to talk about. I can't, I mean, we could go on for hours about this because there's so much about, I saw this as well. I mean, I was in the real estate business directly as a CEO or an owner of real estate companies for 25 years and literally trained. And, and help thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people over the years in, in my career. And we used a lot of personality type stuff. And if I would have had this earlier in that time, I could see using this on a daily basis with salespeople, how to communicate with buyers and sellers and with the community. So I know anybody's in real estate, financial services, if you want to, again, communicate better, this is a tool. It is so, so, so important to use. And yeah, I would highly real recommend estate, it. Steve, like we, just, we have our own research white papers. We have four white papers. One is them in the real estate industry. And we created a program customized to the real estate industry. So how to get more listings, how to get more referrals, etc. So it's powerful. Like, and we have, we're going to expand on accelerators. We have a few already uh, recorded and it's, it's going nuts. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, yeah. let's jump to a fun segment that we like to do with our guests. It's the three eyes, which is instantly interesting Instagram. So Noel, uh, my uh, show engineer. So here it is instantly interesting Instagram. And what we do is we go in and we go to the guest's Instagram and we see if they're active on it. And both Esther and Sherry are very evolved in social media and communicating. And the rules are simple. We take a quick dive on your photos on Instagram, number one. Number two, we then pull up some interesting ones without context. And then you, the guest, share and tell us more about what's happening in the photo with a real quick rapid fire run through the photo. So let's go at you a uh, game for playing. Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, so here is a picture. I know who this is, but I'm not going to give it away. So who are you uh, arm in arm were in this picture? This is Steve Wasson. One of the co-founders of Apple, amazing human being, very spiritual, very smart. We met him in Sweden backstage at a business conference where Sherry was speaking. And he is the most kind, evolved, humble man um, I've ever met with such a name in the in the whole world. Everybody knows Steve. He's a great human being. 
Yeah, that, well, that must have been a great meeting. I've not met him before, but I've heard great things about him. Okay, yeah. next one. Okay, here's another picture with somebody else that I would know, but let's have you again share. It looks like the, the background says Masters of Wealth 2015. It looks like you're at some yeah. conference somewhere. I think this was in Vietnam. Sherry did a tour through Asia with Robert Kiyosaki. So we went to uh, Vietnam and Thailand and Singapore, traveling with Robert Kiyosaki and some other speakers. And backstage, we met with Robert, and then he did a special segment for some VIPs. And we were part of that. And of course chance to talk to him and take pictures and we talked to him many times backstage he mentored us he put pulled us on stage in Amsterdam right in front of my own audience talking to me Sherry and mentoring us for the growth of our company as an example you know that takes humility from both sides and vulnerability from both sides but it was a really great experience he's a, a very successful businessman and he has great wisdom and yeah. uh, we practiced code of course <laughs> I bet you did well for those of you that might remember him from the series he was very famous for Rich Dad Poor Dad and then he went on and wrote that actually with Sharon Lecter. And Sharon Lecter wrote the Three Feet from Gold series with my friend Greg Reed, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago. So obviously you run in circles of attracting the, the high-powered, like-minded people. So I'm not surprised you're in these photos. Who else do we have there, Noel? There's another somewhat people would know. You're not seeing this if you're on audio, but I'm going to have Esther tell you who she's with in this photo. This is Gary V. Uh, Sharon was speaking on the big stage of Success Resources. This was in Atlanta. And um, I had a chance to talk to him briefly backstage. He is, you know, he talks he's very something's very rude and yeah. swearing a lot but the f-bond all the time he yeah. <laughs> is so sweet he is so kind and loving like he has such a mission on this world it's beyond words and actually he gave the the biggest hug and the best hug i had in a long time backstage anywhere in the world <laughs> oh wow that's cool yeah. yeah he has been a force i saw him speak like probably when he was still just doing his wine blog business so before he'd become the media mogul that he is now he spoke at a real estate conference and that's when he was talking about how important blogging was. That's how long ago I originally saw Gary V. And to see where he's gone in his career, you're right. He's on a mission. Yeah. He, he is an unapologetic about who he is, how he does it, but he knows where he's going and what he wants. So that's cool. All right. Yeah. Who else do we have there, Noel? Oh, here is a one of man and woman's best friend. But who do we have in this picture, Esther? This is Polo, our white lab. She is my first child here in this family household. And, you know, she's my little buddy. I go to the beach with her every morning and she just is our family member. She lays at my feet every day and she's just our, you know, amazing sweet dog. So beautiful dog. If you're, for those who aren't seeing this photo, she's literally by a floor to ceiling glass window out looking over the Pacific ocean in Laguna where um, Sherry and Esther live in a beautiful part of Southern California. And this dog looks like hog heaven right there. It's like dog heaven. It's like, I'm not leaving this spot. Okay. And, uh, and here what we did show this photo at the beginning, but I thought we could wrap this on the instantly Instagram uh, interesting one. So here's again, you and your wife, Sherry and little Kai. And again, we started with this photo at the beginning, but that's such a a happy, happy photo. Where'd you guys take that one at? Where were you at at that time? Yes, Javier's in Newport Beach. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for playing that game. Well, we've only got about four or so minutes left, but I want to talk about one of the things this show is out about, and we luckily started weaving it in from the very beginning of the sessions, which I wasn't surprised. You know, sometimes the, the segment of even spirituality or God or higher purpose or stuff, it gets squeezed out of guests towards the end of the show. But people like you and I that talk about it like we breathe, uh, you know, like we say, hey, what's for breakfast? We're, we're already talking about God throughout our life. So I'm curious for you, Esther, what is when someone asks you about about what is your definition of spirituality or your spiritual? How do you explain what it is for yourself? For me, I, you know, I try to really keep it simple. I think it's the connection with your own soul and the higher power. And so the higher power for some people to God and other people is like angels or guides or the wise or Buddha or it doesn't really matter. There is a higher power. There is an energy source and wisdom that can guide you through your life. And for me, it's the soul connection I feel with myself and with God. And I also pull in the angels, archangels, etc. And I just talk to them and, I, and I'm listening to their messages from before my day starts. I have a whole routine in the morning. My alarm is at six. Most I'm already away, but I do my meditation. I do my mantras and then I read a book for a few pages before my day starts because then Kai is waking up and then of course there's no time for anything right. All about Kai from then on out, right? <laughs> well, having those daily rituals, I'm not sure any people listening in or viewing do that, but it's something I also have been doing for at least 20 years. And it's, it is that time that's sacred to me in the morning that I start out with some of the things you do and having this daily ritual. And then throughout the day, I have, you know, my Iggy principles. I wrote this book recently called the Iggy principles, and it really focuses on helping myself originally. And the Iggy for me was only about an acronym and inviting God in. And it was how I needed 
needed to focus on prayer and forgiveness and gratitude and staying in te- integrity and being of service. Um, and you do that all the time. And so for when you when you were on stage and you said to your your company, I mean, you had probably five, four, five, six hundred people there, and you were saying, "Hey, I want to focus not only on building profit in our company. I want to build growth. I want to build new products. I want to build businesses that people can be proud of. But I also want to bring an element of spiritual intelligence into our products and services to help better the world." So were you nervous about bringing that up at the time when you were on you yeah. know, public stage? So tell me about how that came about and what your vision is with that in your company. And we'll wrap up about here what your spiritual intelligence mission is for your, yourself and your company moving forward. Yeah, you know, it's a way of living. And I truly believe if you're not connected to your soul, you really have to find that peace. Yeah, you have to go to a place where you can be quiet. And if it's not at home, go to the beach or go to the mountains, go to a lake, go to a, a park. Yeah, just be quiet and let everything unfold. It's, it's a hard for a lot of people to be quiet and just be with themselves but that's where the journey starts is to get connected and you can join either, even meditation groups or uh, yoga groups or you know spiritual leaders there are enough out there and I love to talk about it and I love to guide people in the process because I think that is the highest level of living a purposeful life is being really connected to who you are and get all the downloads from the higher purpose to keep you on track on your path and so for our company it's to connect and empower humanity to have really better understanding listen Make people feel heard and understood through the bank system. And it's so simple, easy. Everybody can understand. Like a third grade level understands exactly what we do and what we mean. That's why it's so simple and easy and fast. Like everybody can use it. And it really works. The results are amazing. And so our passion is that we really bring this to the world. And my main focus is to really, really hone into the spiritual intelligence part because I think that is the beginning and the end and everything in between is how you put it into action but that's how it it's a way of living it's how we build our business every product we develop is based on emotional and spiritual intelligence to really help people become better human beings and create more love and peace and kindness and better connections and more love relationships and you know there's so much happening especially right now with covid that i think our purpose got only bigger our vision and mission expanded and i think we're very clear where we're going and it's just a matter of fact aligning with the most amazing people who have access to databases of a lot of people so we don't have to do the one-on-ones all the time so that's and we're committed to make this a legacy company and a legacy product that will continue a long time after we're not on this planet anymore well that is wonderful and i'm just so proud to know you and i think kai is uh everything you just said i was going to ask you a question about how you would want to see the world for kai in addition to your business but what you just said i think having both of you and sherry carve out what you just said more love more purpose more communication more understanding my guess is that for for kai's world ahead with your success of people following what you and sherry do using your products and services and all of us focusing on whatever our own definitions of spirituality or to bring more of that into life is so needed. So I applaud you for being a leader in that. And I'm so honored that you're on the show. And for those of you that are seeing the screen here, you can see that we're, we have up um, Esther's website, uh, bankcode.com slash Esther is one way. She's on LinkedIn. She's on Instagram. But we're going to have these in the show notes. So um, all you have to do is click on the links after you're viewing, listening, or hearing this show. And again, Esther, you've been a phenomenal guest. And I'm so excited to doing more work with you as the months and years go ahead. My goal is to take and use these products and services in my own business and in some of the own things I do. And you and I have talked about, and I'm going to connect you with another woman that I'll be interviewing soon. Dana Zora, who's written for 30 years about spiritual intelligence. She's been out of Oxford and she has a uh, test that she's created called SQ and it's a spiritual intelligence test. So I, I want to see about connecting you two and taking what you guys are already doing in spirituality and find out how like-minded people around the world can take this and help accelerate it even further into the further DNA from Oxford to Africa to Laguna to San Diego uh, so yeah. we can spread this message. So thank you for being a great messenger and thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Steve. I'm so grateful to be with you in the show and our friendship and the world needs us more than ever before. So it's time to link arms. That's right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Alchemy of Business show. That's a wrap for today. And I'm so grateful again to our guest Esther and please tune in next time. And if you're enjoying the show, please do like and make comments and do a review on iTunes and we will uh, see you next time. Make it a wonderful day and know that you have the choice. The power is in your hands. Thanks again, everybody. And that concludes this episode of The Alchemy of Business with your host, Steve Rogers. If you found value in today's broadcast, please consider liking, subscribing, sharing with friends, and leaving a review. 
Thank you so much, and we'll see you next Thursday for another episode. Be blessed and